Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lean and Unleash podcast, episode two, where we're going to be getting further and diving into the ins and outs of fitness and what it really means to be lean, energized, and fit for life. Now, you're probably thinking or hoping that we're going to be getting into some strategies, some mechanics, something about diet, training, lifestyle rituals. All those things are great, and we're definitely going to be diving into those. Before we do, I thought we would begin with a simple story that derives from my own origin that pretty much sets the path for how all of these things came about. Now, a lot of these things that we'll be talking about in the podcast, they've existed, and they've been around for many, many years, even going back to the ancient times. These things have been existed and evolved and methodized and improved upon for a many long time into the coming times of now. But as far as my story goes, this is pretty much what had woke me up in my life. Suppose we could call it a revelation. So here's how it began. Here's the start of the journey before Lean and Unleashed became what it is. My name is Tyson Hansen. I was a 22-year-old college dropout living with my grandparents in a trailer. We had just barely moved from our hometown in southeastern Idaho. What had happened was I was living with my mother, and as a 22-year-old man, I really had a tough time holding down a job. And for the past five to six years, ever since I was about 15, 16 years old, I was unfortunately impacted by my grandfather's health condition. My grandfather was who I grew up with because he had raised me as if he was my own father, which I'm very fortunate for. I learned a lot of valuable lessons from him, especially that day when he walked in through the door and he told me that he had type 2 diabetes. He was just 58 years old. Now, lucky enough, he realized this before he turned 65 and his health was even worse before it really started to take a toll on his body, leaving him in the position where he can barely walk. But rest assured, as far as my grandfather, he's doing pretty well as well as he absolutely can. And I'm thankful for that. Well, back to the story. I remember that day when he walked in, he had this sheer face of utter disappointment and overwhelm. He had no idea what to do other than go straight to the kitchen and tell me, Tyson, let's get off the couch. We're going to get all this food out of the kitchen. Everything that is not supporting our health we're getting rid of. (laughs) And let alone, we went from one extreme to the complete other. Now, I suppose this uh, would be fairly shocking to a 16-year-old sophomore in high school who spent most of his free time eating bags of chips, family-sized, on the couch in front of the television without a care in the world for anything having to do with health and fitness. 
But after that day, I was so moved by the emotional state that my grandfather was showing me. And deep down, I never wanted to feel the emotions that he connected with me on that day. And from what he showed me, I felt like life was a disaster. And there was just no hope for a brighter future, especially for my grandfather. I started questioning. I'm like, what, what does this all mean? Does this mean that I'm going to get diabetes as well? And I had the question in my mind was like, what the heck was even diabetes? You know, our bodies are getting struck in by things that at me at 16 years old, I had no idea what these things were. I wasn't educated on what diabetes meant. I had no idea what insulin was. Then I later I found out it's a hormone in the body that actually regulates important things that all have to do with uh, glucose and relating to the sugar levels in your bloodstream. But not to get technical with that. I was completely moved by the impact my grandfather had on me that day while he was having his struggles with diabetes. And as the time went on from 16 years old to 19 to 20, I had, I had some new desires. And these desires came from all the, like, the action movies that I was watching. I, I would watch a lot of these action heroes and influential people doing things that involved an active lifestyle. You know, such as jumping through buildings and doing amazing uh, strength feats with their body. Like throwing themselves up over a pull-up bar like it was absolutely nothing. All the way up until our hands were straight below their shoulders. This is an amazing thing to see. And I'm like, for some reason, I want to do these things. I feel like I could become something just truly amazing to myself and to others in life if I could do things like these action heroes were doing. And this even became more amplified when I started seeing guys like the bar stars on YouTube who were doing these crazy tricks on just the pull-up bar. They were making guys in the gym that were lifting tons of weight look like absolute animals when they were actually being beasts out in the great outdoors. They had no weights. They used nothing but their own body and a few various bars and ledges in the general outdoors of the world. I thought that was completely unique and inspiring. It was way, way more motivating than watching a guy lift 500 pounds above a leather-made bench with a barbell in his hands. So along with that, I had these desires to, to be, you know, something inspiring to the world. And I wanted to develop my career that would help me do something that I absolutely loved while providing an income for myself so I could make these things happen. I knew that I wanted to get into the gym and lift weights to strengthen my body because that was really the only thing I knew how to do at the time for my body after I started getting involved with fitness and health. I didn't know about all these cool things with bodyweight training, such as variations and different push-ups and pull-ups 
and single leg squats and intense core exercises involving nothing but the body. I didn't know about those things until later on in my journey. And with these desires that I had throughout the time, all the way up until I was 22 years old, college dropout, living in a trailer with my grandparents in the state of Arizona at that time, I was really struggling with finding a job. It was sad and it was disappointing because I knew this job would provide me the income that I needed to get back into the gym. I needed a, at least 30 to $40 a month to afford a gym membership. And it was a real struggle. I spent two and a half months after we had moved looking for a job that would be fun and that would provide me the resources that I needed. Because I had this sense of excitement to move to Arizona with my grandparents when I had the opportunity given to me. They told me that it would be a great way to meet new people. It would be a great way to do something new and to experience a new place. And I was totally open-minded for that. I will say after that two and a half months of looking for my first job, feeling frustrated every single week, while I was letting myself go physically because I had no clue how to manage my time and my life at that point. I can tell you I had a lot of emotions stirring around in me that I didn't know what to do with. With no income to show for it and no way to afford a gym membership. So at this point, I'm having a hard time keeping my body, my fitness managed, uh, let alone I'm struggling to find the money to be able to afford these things, such as a gym membership, healthy food that costs quite a bit of money to sustain my body and my health. And this led to lots of confusion. And on the inside, I was feeling very overwhelmed and confused how I was going to turn things around. It was very disappointing. I remember waking up and I was just, I was filled with low self-esteem and empty with no confidence. And internally, I was, I was sabotaging myself and it was keeping me from creating what I really wanted and what I could create at the time to get myself out of my trap. And the wall of this struggle at that time was after I'd found my first job. The nice thing about this job is that it was at a deli and I didn't have to bring any food to work because they had different like, you know, vegetables and bread and things that I could build, you know, good healthy meals with from that job um, just on my lunch break. There was even a time where I wanted to bring my own food and they told me that no, I wasn't allowed to. It'd be a health violation if I even brought it into the building. So I realized, well, can't bring my own meals, so I'm going to have to just figure out what I can with their food. And that was great because I learned a lot. However, I only worked there for a month. Things were going great. I had made promises to my grandparents, my family, that I was going to be able to help them with rent, that I was going to be able to put some money on the table for some groceries because I was you know, eating a good 2,000 calories a day to maintain my energy and 
improve my muscle and strength while I was doing what I could to condition my body outside the gym with like jogging and running and anything that involved movement with my body. I didn't really know too much about bodyweight training at the time. And I had all these promises set in place to myself and my grandparents. I had this big plan that I was going to afford a gym membership. And what happens? I go to work one day. It's like the 29th day of the month that I've been working there. I walk into the room ready to go to work. I got my plastic gloves on, ready to prepare all the ingredients for the day's meals for their customers. And what does my boss tell me? He says, hey, it's been great having you here working for us, but it is your last day. Please turn in your stuff and enjoy finding new work. And I'm, I'm lost at this point. I'm like, what? Like, I just get fired? This has never happened to me before. The only time I got fired was when I got a phone call one day telling me that, hey, you're out of work because we're out of business. And that's understandable. But this, they clearly had all the sandwiches, all of the ingredients, all the customers coming in, but they wouldn't let me come to work anymore. And they, they wanted me to not be their employee. So I'm, I'm lost because this is my only source of income. And I'm supposed to go back home to my grandparents that day with their vehicle they're letting me borrow. I've got to explain to them I don't have a job anymore and I've got to come up with a good reason why I don't. So I asked him, I was like, I was like, boss, what happened? He's like, we just need somebody with more experience. You're pretty slow. You can't make sandwiches in time for our lunch rush customers. They have to get back to their jobs. I'm like, am I hearing this right? Well, I was because later on in life, now I'm 25, I found out that I'm a much slower-paced, detail-oriented, methodical person. And especially at work, I put a lot of thought into each task that I'm executing. Well, lo and behold, that didn't work very well for the deli industry. And especially that small business that I had been hired at. So this was a wall that literally faced me and I, I, I couldn't respond any differently with just sheer despair. I'm like, this is the bottom. I lost my only source of income. I feel like an absolute failure. I'm 22 going on 23 and I can't even hold a job part-time at a freaking cafe. What the hell am I going to do with myself? And I can't tell you how bad I felt every single day. I would wake up. I would see myself in the mirror. I had 20 pounds of extra body fat covering me. It was hanging on me like a loose deflated glove. And I knew for my fitness and health especially, I had much higher standards that I was not living up to. And I knew that I had enough fitness knowledge to, to know what to eat, to know how much to eat and to avoid staying 20 pounds overweight that I was showing in the mirror. On top of this, my self-esteem just felt like it was getting flushed down the toilet every single day as I was waking up 
realizing the facts of my reality. As I'm job hunting and looking for a different job to solve my personal problem and get out of my depression, um, I completely struggled for the next month. And I did my best to tell my grandparents, hey, uh, I've got just this amount of money from my last paycheck. It's the only paycheck I'm going to have. Um, I'm not I'm not certain of any other job I'm going to get because I've struggled this long to find that one that I just got let go at. So here is my, was it $67? I hope it's enough for groceries for the next month. I hope it's enough for me to live here in your trailer. I don't know what to do. I'm doing my best, but it's not enough. Well, my grandparents were very fortunate to me. They told me, Tyson, we accept whatever you can provide. You're not a failure. You're okay. You can live with us. It's fine. You'll figure this out. And in my mind, I'm saying, no, I'm not going to figure this out. I, I fucking lost at life. I don't know what to do. The pressure's too much. And I feel like I'm failing you as, as your grandson. If I can't figure out at 22, I'm going to be able to figure it out at least by 23. Well, no, I still didn't figure it out. But I had an epiphany. The epiphany came from my grandfather telling me about a month and a half later after this episode of my challenge. He came up to me and said, hey, we're actually moving back to Idaho. I thought, that's interesting. We've been down here for a little bit now. Why are we moving back? He tells me, well, it's getting pretty warm down here. I don't like paying for rent at this trailer. So I'm ready to go back to my home and we're moving back. And immediately I was like, oh, this is so great. The job market is so much better back in our hometown. I can find a job. And immediately I had this, this new sense of hope where I was like, okay, now I can afford my gym membership. I can get back in the gym. I can take care of my body. I'm single at the time, and I had this desire to find the woman of my dreams that I would love to spend my life with. I wanted to find her so we could move together and I could get out of my grandparents' home so I could show them, hey, I'm actually, a, I'm actually becoming a man in life. I don't need to live with you anymore. I can, I can do things on my own. And I have a woman in my life that's, that's proud of me and that I'm proud to wake up to every single day. Well, this was completely non-existent, but I knew that that was a desire in my mind and I could see it. I could see it happening. And this new sense of hope, it fueled me. And that possibility of attracting my dream partner in my life is what fueled me to go get a gym membership once I got back to my hometown. I did this by finding a job that I knew I could get at a retail store. I had gotten one years ago before I started college. I knew I could do it again as a college dropout. So that's what I did. I became a cashier on the front end of a retail store. I worked part-time, sometimes full-time hours. And I had this epiphany that if I could develop the right fitness plan, that, that I could train and be like those action heroes on the movie screen that had their dream partners. 
and I could attract my dream partner with the hard work that I put in. That's what that was. That's my framework. That's what was going through my mind at the time. And so now here I am. It's been about four months since I got let go from that delay job, and I'm feeling much better about myself. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to work. I'm still single, but I've got hope that I'm I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna start my family with my dream partner who I'm gonna attract someday. And by no means was my dating life even, you know, remotely stable. But uh, I had just enough willpower <laughs> and resources and space available to start dating and, and, and to, you know, research and find who my dream partner really could be. But aside from that, I still had one problem when it came to my fitness routine, since this podcast is all about health and fitness. Here was the challenge. I was conflicted with having to drive 30 miles from my grandparents' home. We'd moved back to our hometown uh, place of where we grew up, my grandparents' house. It was 30 miles away from the nearest town that had the gym that I wanted to train at. I always wanted to train here ever since I was 17 in high school. And I finally got to train at it, but I had to drive 35 miles some days when I had to go the back way because uh, it was wintertime and there was a lot of snow falling down in Southeast Idaho. I had to take the interstate. It was an extra five, six miles. But this was like an extra hour just to get to the gym and another hour just to get back home. That wasn't including the hour that I had to spend training and actually doing my routine. And this, this was, the only reason this was conflicting was because I was trying to find a way where I could develop a side income on top of my current job. I had about 60 to 70 hours of focused work time that I would put in either at my job uh, or with my side income building activities or AKA entrepreneurial endeavors <laughs> that end up leading to no income in the end. And along with that, I'm, I'm, I'm dating to, and I'm trying to find, you know, my place in life as the ideal boyfriend and later husband. And, um, I knew I wanted to create these things, but I, I'm conflicted because I got to drive this far every single other day with my three-day-a-week routine. And so I sat down and I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, how, what am I going to do? Like, how can I do this? I started going back to all my older fitness programs that I, I studied and I went through, and I completed from start to finish after purchasing them with the little money that I had earned in my own uh, personal fund. And... I remember it, it was this one program called uh, Bodyweight Mastery, and it was by Kino Body, Grego Gallagher. It was an amazing program because it showed me all these really great exercises that matched the foundational power strength exercises that you normally do in a gym. But he reverse engineered this and found a way where you could do it with just your own body, and you could place the same amount of stress and emphasis on your chest, your back, your shoulders, your legs, um, involving whatever angle of exercise you use. 
And what's beautiful was that you could literally wake up and you could do this in your apartment. You could do this wherever you're at, outside, at the park with your family. And you wouldn't have to commute to a gym. And I, I'm like, okay, this is literally where I need to go back to. And it's so funny because I could have been doing this while I was having my struggles in Arizona. But I was so confused. I was overloaded and I, I couldn't. I, I had very poor execution skills. I had all these great plans and thoughts, but no actions, no movement, and I was a dreamer. Until I had decided, all right, I'm going to do this bodyweight program, and I'm going to use what really worked for me in all my other programs and stack it with the knowledge from this one. And what ended up happening was I created my own plan where basically it looked like this. It had a few simple methods I would make sure they were non-negotiable that I had to get done every single week, let alone every single day if I wanted to make sure I was going to improve my health and fitness and all the other aspects of my life by doing that. And it was this. Every week, I would make sure to, number one, set up a meal plan for myself that would put me in a calorie deficit so that I could lose the fat, but also make it a flexible lifestyle friendly meal plan to where I wouldn't get super bored and deprived with the foods that I had to eat. Next thing was that I needed to set up a way where I could get my training in without having to go to the gym and without having to spend that $40, $45 a month that I was spending into that gym membership. And I had to do it in a way where I could train three times a week because that was the most optimal amount of exercise for my body that I found. I tried doing four, five time per five day per week lifting um, routines and that that just ended up driving me into the ground. I don't do well with that. But that's for another later story. And the third thing that I basically planned for myself on top of that was that at least once a week, if not twice a week, I would do some kind of ritual that would in involve uh, flexibility and recovery. And usually that involved like yoga, foam rolling, or going for just a simple walk and clearing my head away from all the responsibilities in my life. Just giving myself that time to rebuild all the damage that I've done into those um, stimulating activities such as training and um, you know going without the energy that my body needed to survive on its maintenance energy. So in the end, after I did that, here's what I ended up achieving. I lost 20 pounds of that unwanted fat. I shedded it straight off my body um, in less than three and a half months over that time period of my transitioning, going from Arizona to Idaho. And the amazing thing along with that was that during that fat loss, I actually improved my strength and my muscle capacity by about 25% with the training routine that I was following along with the dieting scheme that I had put myself through. And lastly, this was actually a bonus and the most important piece of the whole achievement equation for me was that I had job hopped many times that same year. And before I turned 24, 
I met the woman of my absolute dreams. She stepped into my life at one of the jobs I had hopped through, and we had hopped the next job together. And it was amazing because even though I didn't have a very good time holding down a job, and I wasn't sure where I was going to be living in the next few months, she was the one that wanted to do that with me. We wanted to go on a life's journey together. And we moved in together. We started training together. And it was a beautiful experience because we, we weren't doing these things alone anymore. We were doing them together. We are strengthening our bodies. We're waking up and we're tackling life's challenges as a team together. And by doing that, we were, we were masterminding our, um, our toughest challenges in life together. And that, that was the beauty of the struggle that I went through to find this person who is now my fiance. I am very happily engaged to. And to this day, we make it an absolute must to train every single week together and to take care of our bodies with the ideal meal plan that works for us. And we make sure to do it in an enjoyable way where we look forward to it. It's a get to, it's not a have to. I can't tell you what this did for my inner being. I truly experienced a transformation where I developed the true confidence that was so missing in my life up to that point. I not only developed that confidence and that true certainty of who I could become as a man and as a trainer, but I also now never have to worry about gaining fat and both losing muscle no matter what resources are in the environment. I now have the 100% certainty that I can take care of my body no matter where I'm at. Without a gym, without weights, I don't need equipment. And once you get to that point, nobody can take that away from you. And you can build your body on your own terms. You can craft your body in the ideal way using just your body weight with nothing but a pull-up bar and some various ledges. And I truly believe that. And it's my sincere hope that you'll be able to witness and experience this for your personal breakthrough as well. So with that, on the next few episodes, we're going to be diving even deeper into how all of this came together, specifically in the plan that I had set for myself and that I had shared with my clients as a personal trainer moving forward. So thank you for listening. I hope this was valuable. We'll see you on the next episode. Stay tuned. Until then, be well, be lean, be fit, and be energized.